Hi, I'm Michelle Gelati Mandel. And I'm Josh Mandel. And this is the How Goods This podcast, where we share with you our creative hacks learned from coupledom. These thoughts and ideas have been inspired by our two decades together, which includes living and working in three different countries, one child, one dog, and lots and lots of love notes. And let's face it, we've also been inspired and have learned from the challenges we all face in our lives as couples. Tough times, family loss, we've learned from all of it. So we hope you enjoy How Good's This, a podcast that encourages you to ask this simple question every day. Hello and welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the How Good's This podcast. We are super excited to be back in 2019, 2019, 2019, with episode nine. Okay, great. Episode nine. Can I say it both ways? 2019? 2019. Or 2019. Cool. But Uh, not 2000 plus 19. Nobody says that. No. Uh, we're super excited to be back. Um, it has been a little while, but as happens in lives slash creative lives slash holidays, um, holidays. And to be really honest, you know, we have been creating and, um, filled, uh, this big and beautiful life with a lot of cool stuff lately that we are going to be sharing about. So there hasn't been, um, well, let's put this in. We have not made the time. Okay. Cause it's right. We make time for whatever we need to make or want to make time for. And, um, we, uh, we've been busy creating events and doing special things. So now we're going to, um, kind of really jumpstart 2019. And our hope today, uh, in this episode is to really help spark or light or reignite a fire under you or within you, however, you, you know, whatever, um, yeah, whatever kind of feels right and, and, and yeah, feels right to you, whether it's within, you know, that fire within that, uh, sometimes we feel is readily available uh, or, um, or sometimes it's, you know, we connect more with the idea of lighting a fire underneath us, like, come on, let's, let's really sort of speed this, um, yeah, speed this joy up. Um, yeah. so, and we talked about that, <clears throat> excuse me, in one of our prior podcasts about the idea that, you know, th- this whole podcast is around asking yourself in, in your relationship, in your couple dumb, how good's this as kind of a, a gauge as a way to stop and take stock and say, is if you can good? answer, if you can answer, it's great, then great. And if you can't answer that, it's great. Then what are you going to do to get after it? And one of the things that we talked about in a prior episode was how Michelle and I came to the realization that we wanted to infuse creativity in a more conscious way in our relationship together. And we were sitting and talking and realized, you know, creativity is kind of a loaded word. It's one of those words that um, a lot of people have different meaning embedded in it. Um, We say creativity and you might hear creativity. writing or visual arts or somebody who, you know, has a job and can use Adobe Photoshop. But what we mean really is more um, coming together as a couple or supporting each other in your individual pursuits. But, But a broader definition of creativity, things like the first example that we were going to bring up is um, something that we've been doing, an event here at the house called the Greater Good Party, which is uh, an event. It's having people over to the house that has a particular theme and, and a very conscious desire and end to it 
that we see as a creative pursuit. Do you want to share the origin story on that? Sure. And and before I share the origin story, I think it's important to go back to something that Josh and I were just talking about offline, and that is, you know, the the just sort of unpacking creativity a little bit. You know, to to Josh and I, creativity really uh, simply, or maybe not so simply, but hopefully we do keep it simple. In fact, we're aiming at this podcast to be the shortest yet because we are off to our son Nolan, who's thirteen, is applying to different high schools right now, and there is a soccer game. Um, between two of the high schools that we want to go check out. So, um, so creativity, keeping it simple, it is, um, number one, a way for Josh and I to really, you know, sort of use our love for great good. It's like, you know, we realized, and this was definitely goes back to the greater good party as well. So I'll sort of be answering Josh's question and then also telling you what creativity to us really means, um, is, you know, recognizing that our relationship and our love and our romance and the respect that we have between one another or for one another, that we can really use that for more. And that more, you know, when, when I say more, I get this like, I, I feel excited. And why do I feel excited? I feel excited because there is like this inherent creativity, which is, you know, again, what is that? It is life force. It is a new energy. It is two people coming together to literally, and again, simply create something that they have never created before. So, you know, one thing I think to really uh, remember for all of you listening, and again, the intention in this podcast is for you to walk away uh, deciding It's about a decision, deciding that you are finally going to get after that idea that you and your loved one, that, or that you with yourself, you know, the, the, your most beloved person, you yourself, um, that you're going to finally get after. So, so yes, Josh and I, um, you know, came together after these last five years of loss, um, I have to say, you know, just doing this, deciding this, like he said, being really conscious in our creativity and our creating something new together. Oh, I was going to say that it, it really does release the pressure. Um, this is not about necessarily about doing something that's never been done before. And don't get me wrong. There is so much innovation and there is so much uniqueness. Like when you come together, truly come together with your spouse, with your beloved, with your friend, or with yourself, with this newfound energy where you're like, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to have so much fun doing it that, uh, that there is magic in it. In other words, that you do innovate, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about actually getting after with so much passion and so much gumption, um, you know, after the idea that you've probably been sitting on for a while, that once you get after it, once you start walking that path and bringing other people into it, this is really about relationship. I mean, even if you start something yourself, this is about bringing other people in. Um, the, the, the magic, in other words, creating something that's never been done before kind of automatically happens. So that is the, you know, sort of the segue or the door now opens to the greater good party, uh, about gosh, it'll be two years ago. Now, Josh and I were talking and, you know, we essentially, the conversation was, we had realized that, well, number one, we knew that we had a community that was super, you know, optimistic and creative, meaning people who want to create new things or spark new life into old things. And what we realized was that um, 
that a lot of a lot of us had sort of lost that steam, lost sort of that passion to keep after things. You know, there was a, there's a there still is a lot happening in each of our societies in the country and way beyond, and um, and so we decided we took a walk one day, and as we were walking, we were talking about this community, this party that we wanted to create. And I remember, um, you know, saying, well, what is it is, you know, what's it about? And is it called the greater good party? Is it called the greater purpose party? What are we trying to help people do? And what we, um, we obviously landed on the, you know, the, the, uh, name of the greater good party. And what we realized is, which is so pertinent to this conversation is that what we wanted to inspire or, or motivate, or again, ignite in people is, um, number one, again, getting these optimistic people back, you know, sort of breathing life into optimistic endeavor. Like what is that next endeavor? What is that next creative project? What is that nonprofit idea or for-profit idea? Uh, whatever it is, the book, the, you know, whatever it is, whatever, uh, yeah, whatever was singing, speaking to them, helping people really get back into living their lives in this excitable and passionate way. Um, and so, so really, wouldn't you say that the greater good party is a lot of what this particular conversation is about helping people take their passion project from the back burner to the front burner of their lives. And, and we say passion project, but you know, that's with a little asterisk. It may not be a quote passion project for you, but something that does make you feel, um, like you are putting yourself back together again in a new way. I mean, I, I think of the greater good party as being, a, a hugely healing community and healing creative project for myself after um, some deep, deep loss over the last five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and let's talk. I'll talk a little bit about what it is because I think when we say you know like your passion project, most not I've, not everybody sits there and says like, oh yeah, I, I have a passion project. Not everybody does have one, but that's part of the the reason why we started this thing um, was like Michelle said, you know, we we. Got, we are fortunate enough to be surrounded by an awful lot of very optimistic friends, some of whom work in the creative community, other, others who, you know, they have that thing that they've always wanted to write, or they've had a business idea that they just never get around to getting after. And the intention of the Greater Good Party was really just to get all of these different people into a room together, talking about how they're feeling and, and the things that they're working on, and maybe new connections and new opportunities, uh, new sparks would occur. Um, it was inspired very much by the the salons back in the 18th century, purposely bringing people of different you know backgrounds together to see what things would happen. Part of it is we bring speakers and, and we want to inspire people to feel open and sharing. Um, you know, singers, spoken word poets, um, people talking about projects that they're involved in. But really, the intention of doing that piece is to get people to feel open and sharing and communicating with one another and seeing what new connections happen and, um, and, and what happens as a result. So that was, you know, the, the greater good party, as much as we've described it right now, was born of Michelle and I recognizing something that we felt was a problem and saying, well, how, what can we do together, you and I, to create an opportunity for better things to happen? And that's really... You know, so they, they, it's a play on words. It's a pun. The greater good party is a party. 
We have people over. We have wine. It's fantastic. Yeah, there's this, there's there, we start out normally with with song. We move to spoken word. We have some amazing storytellers or presenters that come. Um, we mingle before. We mingle after. Sometimes they go pretty late. Um, and you're right. Yeah, yeah, it is a party. And, and it's also a party in the sense that you are actually joining a party. Air quotes. Yeah, joining, air quotes, right? especially in, in today's kind of political context. It's more, they, they, there are very conscious intentions in w- when you come to the party. You, you need to be open. You need, you need to not just be open to share your things, but be open to listening to other people's plans or dreams because you, you might actually be able to help them with it. Even if you're coming to this environment and thinking, well, I don't have something on the back burner. I don't have a passion project. You might fall in love with somebody else, somebody else's passion project and want to find a way to get together with them and contribute to it, um, which happens pretty regularly. So um, that's it. It's a, it's a party where we all agree uh, what the environment's going to be like, what the openness and the sharing and the, the desired output is. And it's uh, fun. It's, it's super fun. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, speaking of, you know, we all come and uh, sort of with this generous attitude, this is not a, so going back to, you know, the intention of this podcast, like we really, really hope that you walk away feeling, having some renewed energy around your idea or ideas. Hopefully it's an idea because sometimes, you know, we feel pretty overwhelmed when there's like a list of 15 different things that we want to get after. But look at that list, feel that list out. What is the thing that wants to go? What is the thing that's already like literally popping off the page? And you're like, oh, I think it's this one, but I'm, but again, sometimes we let the, we let the mind sort of, um, you know, overthink and it's like, well, maybe I should do the other one. Don't, let's not work with the maybes. Let's, let's really feel out the energy of what wants to go. Um, but the, yeah, that open, generous sort of attitude that Josh was talking about is, is helped or I should, I should say created, um, in a few different ways. One of it, one, one way is that it's not a ticketed event. Um, it is literally us opening our home, our living room, which now has been coined the loving room. Um, and doing this from a place of, you know, optimism, part of, of, of being optimistic and optimism itself is, uh, is having a generous spirit is having, you know, um, yeah, getting to feel what being generous is like, um, and obviously doing it from a you know from a place that 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 flows, that is that is genuine, you know, that feels so so good, which I have to say, um, which the world really needs right now. Yeah. You know, there is so much, there's so much information, there's so much, in my opinion, selling going on, that um, that part of creativity, if, if you really want to get, get after a creative project or your next sort of creative idea, whether you call it a creative idea or not, the next idea, the next thing that wants to go, you know, um, really, really feel out and think about how you can keep that, that space, that energy really alive. Um, and, and sometimes it's, it's not asking of people, it's more asking of yourself. How can I differently than in every other idea that I've maybe done in my business, outside of my business, whatever, how can I make this different and, uh, and, and really, yeah, sort of really turn up the volume on the generosity. Um, so, so in that we're going to, we want to share a few more ideas. So we're going to sort of speed up, um, the evolution of the events for the greater good party. You know, we, um, we started to <laughs> speaking of how be- beautiful, magical things happen when you really get after that idea that wants to go, that wants to be birthed. Um, 
we started doing them. We started posting some on social media, not a ton. Uh, and people started reaching out from different cities saying, Hey, we want to, you know, can we host one? And we were super psyched. So we've done them in New York and San Francisco. We're headed in uh, about three and a half weeks to Austin, Texas. So Austin, Texas will be our ninth. Um, We also did our first sort of mini creative think tank with 10 people around our dining room table. um, That was more intimate because the the greater good parties are much larger than that. Four times as big, five times as big, et cetera. And um, so, so, you know, creativity again when you really follow the the spark it it does really surprise you and uh, the more that you keep saying yes in other words that generous spirit the more you keep saying yes to what's to come and again when I was talking about relationship and and allowing other people to come in and sort of help you build that idea that's what's been the super exciting thing um and uh so yeah, so that's the the creative idea known as the Greater Good Party. So hopefully there's some again some juice, some yeah. some inspiration there for you. Yeah, and one last thing that I would um, before we move on to the next one, one last thing I would leave with you is there is a real power in people physically coming together. <clears throat> one of the inspirations for this was um, the recognition that that we felt that people were spending a little too much time in virtual connection and not a lot in real connection. And what a lot of people have reported back is just the the very positive feeling of being physically together in a room and talking about things. So the idea of the greater good party might not be your thing, but recognize that there is a very deep, especially especially in today's society and where we're at right now, a real power in coming physically together to share. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to intro the next one? Yeah. So the next one is, um, this was something that was a brainchild of Michelle's that I did what I could to be a supporting partner in. Um, but through her professional work, she came up with the idea of a single day event that was her give back to the community, to women who have worked with her, but also open to the larger community of women called the Creative Heroine Event. Experience, yeah. Creative Heroine Experience. And it basically was a day through a number of different um, women, a number of different professional backgrounds that celebrated this idea of the creative heroine, the creative heroine being defined as a woman who is brave and steps forward into her vision of herself and how she wants to ex- express herself to the world. Oh, I like that. Did I do that right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Gosh. Um, yeah, the creative heroine experience was exactly that. Um, I'll just say it in other words, because again, you know, sometimes when we hear things a different way, it's, you know, maybe we've heard the, a similar idea or, or yeah, maybe we've heard a similar idea, but the, the second that someone says it in a different way, it's like, oh, that just gave me an idea. So <laughs> not to reiterate, you know, on exactly what you said, Joshi, but um, the experience was, you know, a give back to the creative community. And, and, and when I say creative community, I don't mean this is not, it wasn't necessarily an, an exclusive uh, thing per se, because I do believe that all women, all of us human beings are creative and have the ability to spark new life into ourselves and evolve and grow. 
Um, and as Josh said so beautifully, you know, the creative heroine in my eyes, and this is what the whole event was about. And I had women from all different industries. And well, I spoke, of course. Um, and then I, I had a venture capitalist um, who uh, you might have seen. I think she's been on, in Forbes now on the, on the cover of she's Forbes. She's uh, Fast Company. Or Fast cover Company. Fast company yeah. um, and lots of other amazing women. Uh, and the, the theme around it was, you know, well, the creative heroine is the woman who moves from problem to solution in order to express to the world who she really is. You know, every single one of us um, goes through hard times and we may not talk about it very often. You know, one thing I always say to my clients is, hey, by the way, and I know you know this, just a reminder, just because someone is not talking about their hard time doesn't mean that they haven't had one. So let's not believe um, that uh, that everyone else, again, has has it figured out. So we, in this one-day experience, and it literally was like from 9 to 6 p.m. or something, um, we, again, we had music, we had we just, it was like a beautiful experience. I mean, mm-hmm. similar to the greater good party in certain ways, um, because we do want to really make it a sensory, you know, that's kind of been my thing, really making sure that it's a sensory uh, based experience. But, um, you know, each woman spoke about uh, how they, how they got to, not how they got to where they are, but just how they got back to um, not just their creative spark, but to finally listening to that spark that eventually led them to like the idea, you know, mm-hmm. that, that eventually really sparked. Um, but everyone spoke super honestly. I mean, you know, I think every one of the ideas that we're, that we're sharing with you right now, and we have a couple more to share, um, that's also the golden thread as well is, is this, 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 th- this, uh, yeah, thread and theme of honesty, of really like you're like you're really in a place of with people that get you, and um, and and again, you know, I think any of us who are creating events right now, or creating experiences, um, I, I hope you know that we see more and more of this because we are all, me included, I'm raising my hand super high, starved for it. That is correct. Um, so then, uh, to highlight again in our relationship, a couple of different, um, personal things that we're supporting each other in, you came to me with this idea that was surprising a little while ago. Um, you found a personal slash silent retreat that you want to do this summer, um, where you're actually going to go off into the wilderness for three nights. Yes. And it's, it's, it's not, I wouldn't call it a silent retreat. It's, it's more of a, well, you're going to be by yourself. Qu- yeah. It's, it, it's technically, so if you a- want to sing, you could sing, I guess. But. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a vision quest, but I like how you're, how you are, are, you know, sort of deeming it a silent retreat because it, it, it will be, it will be very, very silent. Um, <laughs> probably not so much in my mind because I'll be afraid of, you know, I'll be out in the wilderness by myself. Um, fasting also for three days. Don't worry. It's super safe. I'm doing it with a bunch of people, but they won't obviously be in my vicinity. Um, uh, but my mind will be very loud. I, it's already very loud. Will I, you know, will I survive? Are there bears? Like can coyotes actually kill me? Um, you know, it just, it goes on and on and on, but, uh, but yes, so that I will be doing that in July. Um, it's just so happens. It also like, 
what, five, six days later, it's my 45th birthday. Um, but it was something that just honestly called to my soul. It wasn't like I was overthinking it. And that's the other thing about creativity. You know, when I think of the Greater Good Party, uh, Creative Heroine, or Honora, which is another event that I just did last week that I had the idea for. And then four hours later, the email was out. And then a week later, there were women in my, my living room. Um, is this not overthinking it? Yeah, getting into action. Yeah. And, and that's actually something that when we talk about my stuff, uh, some of the, the creative endeavors that I've been kicked off on in 2019, that's actually been one of the things that's, that's held me back is this need to get it into the right place before you start working on it and get it into the right idea or or get it more baked before you start working on it. And the reality is, one of the things that you've taught me through the experience of the Greater Good Party is like, once you kind of know what it is, you just got to get going. And you'll figure out, it's like, you know, some people say build the plane as you fly it, right? And that's a big piece of it is you'll discover what it is as you start doing it. Yeah. So true. It's so true. And it really is, um, it's, it's a muscle and it is a mighty, mighty muscle. I mean, here Josh and I are driving up to Sonoma County, uh, two weeks ago now. And as we're driving up, I say, Hey, listen, I have this idea that's just starting to bubble or that sort of not so much, yeah, bubble, you know, that sort of was dropped in my lap and it's blank. And it was essentially, um, it was going to be sponsored by the greater good party, uh, Josh and I on this drive, as I told him about it, he and I came up, we, we were sort of collaborating on it, and he and I came up with the name Honora, which is basically a night honoring uh, those who have passed. Uh, and more specifically, I think the little tagline, because I can't help it, I'm a branding marketing person. I, you know, like my, my, my like, my, I have to say, my soul does sort of still really smile and, and sing with like the, the great name and like the, um, the, the perfect, uh, tagline, but it was something to the effect of, you know, uh, um, an evening, an evening honoring those we have lost and the lessons we have gained something mm -hmm. to that effect. And in these, what, five and a half, six and a half hours, we were up to Sonoma. Um, we thought of the name, I wrote the email, I sent it out, uh, you know, responses came back. We had this gorgeous night that was honestly, I can't even do it justice. Um, there was someone here who helped me sort of, uh, set the stage again, everything right now needs to be an experience. Uh, women were, you know, we had everything from an altar to, uh, a sound bath experience to, um, an idea that I had of having every woman who came in, read aloud, uh, something that they had written for the, their beloved. And, uh, you know, and then I spoke a little bit and we all sort of mingled and whatnot. And now that is turning into sort of a, um, yeah, the next one's going to be a dinner party. Where and from, from idea to event, that was a week and a half, two weeks? From idea to event, a week and a half. Week and a half. Right. So there's a perfect example of, of building the plane as you fly it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you had the core idea of what you want to do. You wanted an evening to honor, as you said, to honor the people we've lost and the lessons that we've learned from them. But you didn't know at that point that you wanted to have somebody to create the sound bath experience. No. You didn't know at that point that you were going to have... You, you, that all happened over the course of the next week. And women walked into this thing that felt like it had been planned for a month and a half. At least. At least, yeah. 
Yeah, maybe more. Yeah, and to, to segue into your um, your ideas so that we can head to the soccer game. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, to be totally honest with you guys, that is, Josh is right, that is one thing that I have as... Um, not only his wife and sort of creative collaborator, but also as like the coach that maybe he doesn't want to have sometimes, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. I've really, <laughs> yeah, I've really been challenging him and saying, look, like, look at the, you know, look at the beauty that happens when you just keep moving. So. Yeah. Um, and actually what, what I've been working on goes back to something that you said right at the beginning of this about spending time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, you know, I've been inspired for a bit to, uh, kind of address the fact that we all, the, our society, maybe just Western society, is obsessed with this idea that we're busy, that we're, we're, we have no time and we're overscheduled. And especially this idea that we, we spend time or we're trying to save time. Um, and a lot of that, you know, is received wisdom. I think if you stop for a second and think uh, spending time, saving time, banking time, those, those are all ideas around time as a commodity, as a as a thing that we own or we bank. Is that actually how you think about time? That when I actually sat down and asked myself that question, I realized, well, well, no, it's not. But it's all the language that I use, and it's creating a reality for me that I don't want to live in. So the idea that I came up with was the first half is really kind of exposing this received wisdom that we have for what it is. They are ideas that have been handed to us that we don't have to believe. And once we realize that, you know, it's that whole idea around the stories that we tell ourselves. What happens if we start to tell ourselves different stories around time? And what what kind of positivity and opportunities for creativity will that open up in our lives? Mm-hmm. Because frankly, one of the things that Michelle has challenged me on, and, and fairly so, is I, I, for a number of years, have been kind of that typical person who thinks that he doesn't have time because he's working a nine-to-five job that is very flushful, um, not just in the nine to five, but it spills over. Um, and uh, I, I, you know, it was rolling with this conception that I have these ideas that I want to act on, but I just don't have the time for it. And I, you know, as I sat down and kind of pushed myself on that, I realized, well, no, that's, that's what I'm saying to myself. That's the reality that I'm creating for myself. Mm-hmm. So this year in 2019, I'm creating a new reality around bringing these ideas to life in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And Michelle's been supporting me both in terms of encouragement, but also a sounding board and and uh, a person who is willing to sit and 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 take the time with me to hear through the creative ideas. And that's you know how we support each other individually as well as creating things together. I love that. And you know what that that brings back to my awareness is that the vision quest that I'm doing this summer is, and there's prep, you guys, like I start a pretty intensive sort of prepping situation with like three day long, uh, weekend prep sessions. Um, and, um, which starts in like end of April, but is that sometimes or many times, and I know you've wanted to go on a, like a 10 day silent retreat and we got to, we want to, we got, we're going to make time for that too, because that's the thing too. If, 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 um, if you're in a, a couple, one of the things that I love saying to Josh is, okay, what do you, so what do you want to do? And then he'll share an idea and I go, okay, how can we make that happen? I'll take care of X, Y, and Z, you know, in the home or with the kid or whatever, or like tomorrow, excuse me, Saturday morning, he's going to go and take basically a 
half a day to write. Um, it's his birthday um, tomorrow. And then, yeah, Saturday, he's going to sort of take his time. So speaking of time and Josh's project um, that has, gosh, it's been, he he has so many beautiful and interesting um uh, stories and insight around it that this this vision quest for me is similar to your sort of desire to go on a 10-day silent retreat is a commitment to myself number one but a commitment to myself specifically to push everything else to the side and give myself space because time is space space is time give myself a space or space to know and to be able to hear what needs to happen next, to be able to hear what wants to go, you know, saying that earlier, what idea wants to go. And I don't necessarily, I'm not saying that I'm doing the vision quest to know like what's next professionally or what's next with the creative idea, but really like what's next with anything, you know, um, probably just bigger questions, you know, around just purpose. And, you know, I have a lot of, a lot of juicy, uh, thoughts around that and, and sort of, uh, yeah, decisions sort of made around that, but I know so much more will come. And so I love that you're committing to time for yourself. You know, we'll figure out when we can get this 10 day situation planned for you. Um, and, uh, and the world's going to be better with, with your, uh, with your wisdom around time. Yep. I hope so. And so to sum up, um, when we talk about, you know, you know a big part of this podcast is about, Creativity is a couple and answering that question, how good's this? Using creativity to answer it. Um, creativity doesn't mean you have to make a painting together, although it could mean that. It doesn't mean you have to write a book together. It could be, you know, broaden, broaden your view of what creativity is. It could be a new group <clears throat> that you create together. Uh, it could be starting a book club. There are a lot of different things that fall under that umbrella of creativity, but ultimately it's consciously bringing that into your life as a couple, consciously bringing the desire and the move towards creativity as a value and part of how you judge the success of your coupledom. Beautiful. Yeah, and and two last things I'll share is, uh, again, going back to relationship and relationships and community, how can how can maybe we all continue to push ourselves and see the creative ideas or the ideas um, you know, these babies, um, that want to be birthed out into the world, how can we say yes to the ideas that not only for sure, um, bring in other people into the mix, but who can you grab again, if it is not a, a romantic, you know, interest or partner, who is it in this world right now that you would have never thought you would maybe, you know, do something really cool with, or maybe it's someone who you've had in the back of your mind or in your heart for years. Like, you know, maybe you've even talked to them about it. Like, yeah, one day we'll have to do something. So let that be, you know, let this be the one day or the day. And, uh, and as far as, you know, the sort of, we definitely feel and think that creative ideas are taking time for yourself. So even though in this list of the greater good party and the creative heroine experience and honora and, you know, that, that these, these solo experiences that we sort of touched on briefly, you know, my vision quest, Josh's potent, like coming up 10 day silent retreat, um, 
you know, they might not seem like, wait, well, how are those creative ideas? Well, A, they're super creative because not a lot of people do them, meaning not do the, those specific things. I'm saying it's very rare that, um, that we take time for ourselves and specifically take time for ourselves in silence. So whatever that version is for you. You know, I haven't been called to do a 10 day silent retreat or a silent retreat. And sure, you could maybe say that the vision quest is sort of a silent retreat. For me, there was a little more, I'm kind of an adventurous and a little bit of a, what's, what's the other word? Um, I like danger. How about that? So I, you know, this whole idea of being by myself, you know, in a tent by myself was really exciting. Um, so, so the thought to leave you with there is, how can you be with yourself more so that a, a that you that you see it as a creative opportunity and b so that you do and that you are creating space uh, inside of yourself sort of inside of your internal internal world so that you can come back into real life come back into the life of um, yeah ideas and community and and uh, and really feel reignited in your experience of what it means to be alive and what it means to be in community and what it means to really go after and stay after your, um, your ideas. There you have it. I think we've wrapped. That's right. Yep. So episode nine in the can was a lot of fun. If you have any questions, um, you can always reach out, check out greatergoodparty.com online. And if you have, uh, whatchamacallit, if you can leave us a review, that would be amazing. Um, you know, we will be back with, uh, I love how we said this is going to be a short episode and it wasn't Half super short, but, um, but our intent is to, if they are longer episodes, give you as much of us and as much of our honesty and creativity and romance um, um, as possible. And on the shorter days uh, and shorter episodes, we hope to really sit down and just sort of bust out some, you know, amazing thoughts and insight for you. So until next time, everyone, here is to uh, your beautiful life and to the creative ideas that want to be birthed. That's today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Feel free to share. And if you could take two minutes and leave us a rating on iTunes, it would mean so much to us. We hope you've been moved to find your own answers to the question, how good's this?